This is the WOKV Spotlight on 104.5 WOKV. I have some uh, some legal advisors that, that we discussed it with, but no, not no city officials. Jacksonville Sheriff Mike Williamson has moved to Nassau County last year, which would be in violation of the city charter. The sheriff saying that he had consultation with uh, his own legal advisors on the matter. Office of General Counsel is set to weigh in by about 2 o'clock this afternoon. After a review, we understand it's a legally binding decision. The city council president was calling for that. Former general counsel Rick Mullaney, who led the office for some 20 years, is now the Public Policy Institute director at Jacksonville University Public Policy Institute and our political and legal analyst. And, Rick, with your intimate knowledge, I wanted to kind of tap your brain on what sort of questions is the office of general counsel looking to uh, answer here? I mean, is this a really narrow focus investigation? Well, the first part of their of their review is simply going to be the straightforward legal question on the city charter. And is the city charter provision imposing a residency requirement and stating that if you remove yourself, if you remove your residence from the county, do you vacate the office? Is that charter provision valid and binding here in Duval County? Um, And there's a reason why there's some confusion. There's been a lot of litigation in the past. Statutes have been revised and we can talk about that. But in the end, I believe the general counsel's office is likely to find that the charter provision here in Jacksonville is valid, it's binding, it does apply. The reason it's confusing is we have litigated this in the past. Our office litigated this issue back in 2002 and the Supreme, in terms of term limits, and the Supreme Court held at that time the charter could not impose a local requirement of term limits. However, 10 years later, in 2012, the Florida Supreme Court reversed itself and said that local governments, charter counties, can impose, when the state is silent on a matter, can impose lawful term limits. And that's what we have here in Duval County. And I believe the residency requirement falls into that same same category, which is a local requirement under the charter that is valid and binding. There's some confusion here because state statutes provide that for deputy sheriffs, they do not have to live in the county. And there was a residency requirement for sheriffs, but that was removed back in 2010. And I think that removal caused some confusion with some, meaning that they felt that you no longer had to reside in the county. However, the city charter here in Duval County provides for that requirement. And I believe the general counsel's office will find that it is valid and binding and it applies here. So then what happens? Well, there's the second piece of their opinion. Then they're going to have to take a look. Is there any way to re- now that you have that now that he's in, you find him in violation of the charter, which I think is likely. Um, is there a way to remedy it? Is there a way to cure it? The, the char- that provision, that same provision also provides that if you die or resign or if you remove from office, there's a vacancy. All those are very unequivocal here. When you remove the residence, is there a way to address that or cure it, such as moving back into the county? That's something they may address. But then the third step step will be most likely that if they find if one and two are the case, which is he's in violation and there is no cure, then under the charter, you have to have a special election within no sooner than one month away, no longer than six months out. And the governor would appoint an acting sheriff during the pendency of that special election. Rick, are there ways that the sheriff might be able to challenge this? And are there remedies that he could seek through court if indeed he doesn't necessarily uh, come out on the winning end of this in the review? Potentially, you could see litigation. We've seen that in the past. In fact, back in 2002, it was Henry Cook. It was the, uh, the the clerk of court who litigated that matter back in 2002. We've seen that kind of litigation in the past. Someone could you could see litigation in the future. Uh, but the binding legal opinion of the general counsel's office will be binding on the consolidated government. Uh, and but that doesn't mean there can't be litigation in the future. You know, if that state change happened in 2010, the sheriff ran for election afterward, assuming with the knowledge that the, that that superseded the, the city charter, right? 
Well, the city charter provision has been in place for a long time. In fact, right. it predates, predates 2010. And the state statute imposed a residency requirement and then removed it. What may have been confusing, too, is that around the state, this is atypical. The resident, you don't have this. Tip, this is not there are 20 charter counties in the state of Florida. Very few actually have this kind of requirement. So in visiting with other sheriff's offices and talking to others around the state, you could very well get the impression it is no longer required, especially when you hear that the state removed the requirement. However, in the end, when you're in Duval County, you look to the city charter, and that charter has a specific requirement imposing this residency requirement and that you can't remove the residency from the county while you're serving or else you will vacate the office. So despite that confusion in the past, despite the litigation of the past, and despite this being a gray area for some, I do think the general counsel's office is going to find that the charter provision applies and is binding in Duval County. Not to get too far ahead of things at all, Rick, but I do wonder kind of to myself here whether or not this might uh, trigger some longer term review of the charter. Might there be a change that might come as a result of this matter, which is certainly burning our uh, attention right now short term? I'm not so sure. I think this is a fairly unique circumstance. It does appear from everything we've seen that the sheriff acted in good faith. Uh, It was not his intention. It doesn't appear from a distance to vacate the office, nor was it his intention to violate the charter. He somehow was advised or is under the impression uh, that in Duval County, as in other counties around the state, this is not a requirement. That's a mistaken notion. I don't think this is likely to uh, occur again in the future, and I'm not so sure it requires a charter amendment. So we would likely see then a special election as early as, what, the August election, primary? It could be as soon as August or it could be as late as November. Uh, It has to be more than a month away, and August is more than that. It can be no longer than six months away, and November would fall within the six-month period. Uh, So the council president has the discretion, uh, or the the city council will set it, and it will either be most likely. You don't want to have a separate election uh, where you have one that's already planned for practical purposes. There is an election in August anyway, the primaries. uh, So that's a likely date. So is November. Fascinating. Rick, I appreciate it. Thank you for the insight. Former general counsel with City of Jacksonville, our political and legal analyst, Rick Mullaney with the Jacksonville University Public Policy Institute.